start a new transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Pantal Kalhor Transition Channel. Fertility Empowerment Show, Episode 38, Optimum Pregnancy Nutrition with Katinka Bench, Culinary Nutrition Expert. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Culinary nutrition expert and founder of Katinga's Nourishing Kitchen is with me today. Katinga Bench, she has... Uh, Master of Science, Master of uh, Business, and uh, she's also nearly a decade of experience helping those with food intolerance enjoy meals with their family again. While planning her first pregnancy, she developed a true passion for preconception and pregnancy nutrition. Uh, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Me too, me too. I'm so excited to talk to you today about this very interesting topic, nutrition before pregnancy and during the pregnancy. Because this is the thing always we consider as uh, too much information in Google and everywhere, but I try to have right information from a nutrition expert from you well thank you for having me and um, thank you for having me talking about one of my absolute favorite topics i i'm so passionate about before and during pregnancy nutrition because it is so so important this is really the foundation for the health of your baby and not really many people talk about it if you go to your doctor or midwife they aren't really skilled talking about nutrition much because they didn't really learn much about this at school yet it's such an important topic because as i said we really are building the health of our baby the health of your baby starts in the womb and actually it even starts before conception so that's why preconception nutrition is crucial as well so thank you for having me i'm looking forward to talking about this me super too. exciting topic me too. so before going there i just need you talk about yourself first and how are you interested why are you interested in this topic and because i see you have lots of certification which is not really related to nutrition before you become a nutrition expert so what happened to you and why did you decide to go further with this topic well like a lot of people in health and wellness i have my own health story as well um, that's why i'm in the field that's why i became uh, so passionate because my health was going absolutely south working in corporate and just really burning out working uh, 16 hour days having a lot of stress and not really doing any self-care at all and um, burning out at age of 30 which is yeah. kind of scary and um, I just realized I can't get out of bed anymore. My hormones were all over the place. My mood was all over the place. I had um, all kinds of physical signs of just really not being well. And um, that's when I said, okay, I need to change. Things really need to change. 
And um, that's when, that's where I started to see a holistic nutritionist. And this is how really everything started for me, learning about eating well and thinking well and having a healthy, not just a diet, but also a lifestyle together. And that's when my body started to heal. And um, I just became so passionate about it because I felt so much better. I had clear thoughts finally. I could think clear. And I just wanted to shout from the rooftops, people, it feels amazing. You just need to change a few things and, you know, eat a little bit better and cleaner and with, with knowledge and, and um, watch your sleep, your stress, manage your stress and so on and so forth. And you will feel better. You will think clearer. So that's why I went back. I studied um, at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to become a health coach. And then I really wanted to dig deeper because my absolute passion is food. Uh, my, friend, my friends always thought I eat rabbit food because I eat healthy. And I said, no, guys, I actually eat good stuff. I really, really enjoy good food. And um, I wanted to learn more about how to heal with food and how to cook for therapeutic benefits. So that's why I went to a school called Academy of Culinary Nutrition. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I learned about even on a deeper level, how to cook for foods for, um, um, for therapeutic benefits. So that was back six years ago, I believe. And since then, I've been doing a lot of cooking classes, one-on-one -on -one coachings. And um, just last year, I launched my um, uh, baking flour line, wow. which is all organic and grain-free and actually super delicious and very easy to make. So wow. that's like about me in a nutshell that's great to know so you said six years ago that was before your daughter born right exactly yes so thankfully i got my health um in check before she was born and i'm really really grateful for that because um pre um uh, pre-pregnancy health is very, very important uh, for the baby's health, as, as I mentioned already. So I'm very grateful that um, those things happened to me because if I wouldn't burn out, I would not have paid attention to my health. I would have just gone, gone, gone. I probably got pregnant with all the problems that have were going on. So I'm grateful that three years before she was born, I actually hit the brake and wow. I read that and, and cleaned up my lifestyle. You know what I like about you? This system is already proven uh, in you. You already prove it with your pregnancy and your conception, everything. So tell me about the preconception diet. How, yeah, start how we can do it and what should we eat and what should we not eat. Absolutely. So preconception diet is really simple. Clean up your diet. That's it. I mean, there are a few points to it because I do would like you to make sure that your gut is in the best health. I want you to manage your blood sugar levels. And um, I want to make sure that you have a lifestyle that is supporting your pregnancy. And if, as a last point, you need to commit to it. So let me talk a little bit about more on each of these because um, these are very simple concepts, but there are quite a few bits to it. So gut health, you probably know, it's so important. It's pretty much number one importance right now because all the new research is saying that 75 to 80% of our immune system is in our gut. So if we have a good, strong immune system, we can inherit that to our baby as well. And also if we have gut issues, 
our baby can inherit that as well. So it's very important to have a really strong gut health. So I always recommend to clean up your diet, lower your sugar intake, because that can feed the bad bacteria we don't want to feed. We want to eat real food and really simply, if you eat real food, which means no boxes and no bags, that means that you go to the grocery store and actually buy stuff, how it grows, that's what real food is. Um, if you have additives, food colorings, MSG, all these things, preservatives, you definitely wanna make sure you read the labels and get rid of those. There are some good products in boxes and bags, but not that many. So uh, you need to make sure that you minimize the boxes and the bags as much as possible so that you eat real whole food. And along with gut health, I'm sure most of your audience knows probiotics are absolutely essential. And uh, during pregnancy specifically, and also before pregnancy, so that it helps you to repopulate your gut with the good guys. Mm -hmm. um, along with that, um, so probiotics, as I said, real food and fermented foods. Fermented foods are amazing for our guts. So in, in small portions, they are magic. If you do a little bit too much, well, you might go to the bathroom too often. Can you give us some example from uh, both of these types? Because, um, yeah, I need to um, specify what food you mean. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. So by, by fermented foods? Mm-hmm. So fermented foods, the easiest is sauerkraut. You can get sauerkraut in any health food store nowadays. The one thing you need to make sure is that your sauerkraut is not made with vinegar because that's the cheat way to make, make fermented foods. You want to have it the original lacto-fermentation way, and those are typically in the fridge. So you can find them in the fridge section, lacto-fermented sauerkraut. And then you can actually make your own. I used to teach a whole class on fermentation. Um, you can ferment carrots, you can ferment uh, radishes. There are so many different things you can ferment. It's a very easy process, but I don't want to overwhelm anyone. So just go to the grocery store, go to the fridge section and get your lacto-fermented sauerkraut without vinegar. And that's it. And as far as probiotics go, I really, really like uh, the spore-based ones. It's a very new technology. You actually consume it with food and it goes down with food. It goes to your, your intestines instead of being breaking down in your stomach. It actually goes down all the way to, to the digestive tracts to help you to absorb where they actually need to start populating. So the spore-based ones are really, really good. So... Uh, what about the yogurt and the dairy product? Do you recall? Well, that, that's a loaded question because <laughs> that actually goes along with um, gut health. Um, fermented products, yogurt, is typically a really good one to consume. Now, dairy products and gluten, these two tend to be highly inflammatory. So when we talk about gut health, I always want to make sure that um, you lower the gluten and the dairy as much as you can. You don't necessarily have to eliminate um, unless you had fertility issues before. If you have had fertility issues before, I recommend eliminating gluten and dairy completely. Um, if you are just trying to get pregnant first time, um, just try to lower it because 
you don't really want to have an inflammation in your system um, when getting pregnant. And also, there are some really great coconut-based um, probiotic yogurts nowadays out there that I, I really highly recommend. They are delicious. You can actually make your own. You get a can of coconut milk and you put in two capsules of uh, a probiotic and you put it on a warmer place. It depends on the type of the coconut and the type of the, the probiotic with the certain types I use. Three days out and you get beautiful, like, um, uh, how you call those, the, like Greek yogurt type of consistency. Wow. I never um, tried it. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, so um, if you can, non-dairy yogurts are probably better. Just watch for the sugar, uh, the amounts of sugar. Can we do the same with almond milk? Yes, there, there is a good, there's a brand that I think it's pretty good. Um, just check what bacteria is in it. What uh, lactobacilli uh, and bifidobacterium, these two are the ones that, I, uh, that are the best for you. Okay, what about food? Sorry? I haven't made it though from almond milk, so I oh, recommend yeah. you want to try buying it first. Because be, uh, for my pregnancy, before pregnancy, I used to have lots of almond milk because I tried to cut the dairy products. It was so difficult for me because I love yogurt. <laughs> I always make yogurt at home. But yeah. uh, so I said, okay, let's just cut it. And then I have to replace something, which was. Yeah, and almond milk has a little sweetness to it. And I'm assuming you might have wanted to have it in your salads and in savory products, right? Yeah. Yeah, the coconut one helps. Um, if I think the store-bought coconut yogurt is um, is a really um, more on the savory side because it has more sourness to it. Yeah, wow. but also if you don't think you're sensitive to dairy, just lower. You want to lower it. Maybe you cannot go with a goat yogurt. I absolutely love goat products because I don't digest dairy well. But if I do a little goat, that helps. It has different proteins in it that is easier to digest for humans. So that's why I recommend. And good products if you really want to have some some dairy at least in your life yeah <laughs> what about fruit or other foods you recommend for preconception so fruits are really good it's 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 your sweet treat uh, fruits are a bursting amount of vitamin c typically at least most of them and vitamin c is something that you obviously need before and during pregnancy and after as well it helps with uh, tissue building and tissue repair as well um, so fruits are i don't recommend eating too many fruits for the sugars but if you have sweeter cravings go for the fruit instead of having a real candy so um my take on, on fruit is that it's important it's good um it's a good amount yet if you're if you are going instead of candy do that but don't overdo the fruits i used to eat lots of watermelons and pomegranate exactly during pregnancy actually those things are really good because when it, once you get pregnant, um, I don't really want you to think about, I can't have something. I do want you to eat what you crave, but start thinking about why you might be craving something. So if you crave something sweet, yes, go for the watermelon, go for the, the pomegranate has a little tartness to it. So it's really, I want you to start thinking about your cravings, even preconception, so that once pregnancy hits and you will have those potentially really crazy cravings, you can start to deconstruct your cravings and understand, okay, 
Am I needing something sweet? Am I needing something fatty? Am I needing something cold? So if you want ice cream, for example, okay, what can I do instead of a full fat ice cream? Well, there are so many other things you can do because um, you just you want something fatty or you want something cold or sweet. Ice cream is all those three things together. So how can you make maybe a colder smoothie for yourself with fresh ingredients that you can still enjoy and satisfy your cravings yet actually bring you nutrients? My absolute motto, even with my company, with my baking flour band company is every bite counts. So even if you want to eat ice cream, how can you make it count from a nutritional perspective? Wow. <laughs> so... What's the difference between preconception nutrition and during the pregnancy nutrition? That's a great question. So if you are a healthy individual, there really isn't much. I really want you to focus on your gut health, manage your blood sugar, manage your lifestyle, and commit to all of these things. And once you have these things, these three things plus the commitment, you should have a healthy pregnancy if you start off healthy. I don't want you to overthink it. Um, people talk about a pregnancy diet. It's not really a diet. It's a healthy lifestyle. And it's the best time to start a healthy lifestyle because if you eat junk food, your child will see you eating junk food. Your child will grow up wanting junk food. So if you want to help the future for your child, it really starts before pregnancy. You kind of lay a foundation of health, if you will, and you just continue it through pregnancy. It will be a little bit more difficult throughout pregnancy because you will be like, I'm really having this craving for French fries. Well, okay, great. Get an air fryer and make your own French fries. Real quick, 15 minutes and it's done. So you will start learning about those healthier ways as you go. And the earlier you can actually start that healthier lifestyle, the better off you are because during pregnancy, you might be tired. It's nice when it comes handy, like, okay, I already know how to do these healthy things and I don't need to you know, think too much about it. And also, uh, it's really, really great and ideal when you can do it with your partner because then your partner can bring you the right foods. So if only you are the one buying into the healthy, healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle and your partner brings you the full fat, full sugar ice cream when you're craving something like, you know, it's not that helpful. So it's very ideal when your partner is on board and you can start the healthy lifestyle, the healthy foundation really for your child, not even for yourself. Just think about your child and the, and the, the child's future. Because I guess preconception diet should be for both of them. You said lifestyle, I said diet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lifestyle. <laughs> like a right? So it's better they both consider this lifestyle. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It's really ideal when both of them can consider this as a, as a commitment because um, having a child is a huge commitment. Now, having a healthy child is an even bigger one because it involves changing your and your partner's, you as a couple's, uh, habits and and going through those changes together but it's a great project actually it's a fun project you can go to the kitchen experiment and have fun with new recipes and 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 you will feel better everyone will just feel so much better and you will have 
better chances to get pregnant as well. And one thing I actually wanted to mention here, um, you asked about dairy, but gluten is the other thing that I always recommend to take out if you already had some problems. If you haven't had any um, fertility problems before, um, you might be okay with having a little gluten here and there, but gluten is one of those very tricky little things that is, um, um, taking away the power from your weakest link. If the weakest link in your system is your reproductive organ, then that's where the gluten will wreak havoc. So I always recommend take it away because you never really know um, if your reproductive system is the weakest link. If you already know, definitely take it away. If you don't, at least lower it and, um, and try to, to move away from it. And also, it's useful later because once you give birth, uh, babies tend to be very sensitive to the first two things, gluten and dairy, sometimes eggs as well and sometimes shellfish. But the two major allergens for babies through breast milk is gluten and dairy. So a lot of mamas have come to me postpartum. I just got home from the hospital and two weeks later, my baby doesn't stop screaming. What's happening? Well, take out gluten and dairy. And a week or two later, oh my goodness, baby's sleeping so much more calmer. Our household is back to a little bit of normal because dairy takes two weeks to, to, uh, to cleanse out of your diet. Wow. So it is very, very useful to start thinking about these things before so that once you get there, you don't feel deprived because I do not want to feel deprived. I don't want you to feel deprived even when pregnant or postpartum because you need... You, you need to feel good. You need to be. Whole. You need to feel whole. You know, it's interesting because as soon as you start changing your diet, it's it's gonna be really part of your lifestyle. Because I remember I used to eat lots of, uh, used to drink lots of coffee, and coffee was part of my life, like two three times per day. But before having my baby, I cut the coffee totally. And I try to have like um, mint tea, chamomile mint tea, or having um, this kind of thing, or even yeah. green tea at the end. <laughs> so for me was right now, even now, I don't drink gray tea, you know? So it's gonna be part of your lifestyle because you really, you're really used to it nine months and three four months before uh, conception is like a year a year yeah. is totally enough to change your lifestyle absolutely yes, yes absolutely and yeah. uh, you did it the perfect way because you knew you were getting ready for this pregnancy so that is the way to do it thinking ahead and starting to change those little things and there are a lot of people who, who really, really, really miss coffee. So for them, uh, I'm not sure, have you heard of the dandelion coffee? No. Dandy blend? No. So no. There's, there's a brand, it's an instant, um, it's a powder and it's called dandy blend and it has three uh, roasted roots in it and the flavor is very much coffee-like. Wow. So that's one thing I recommend. Or my other absolute favorite is uh, chaga hot chocolate. So you can have raw cacao, not too much because raw cacao still will have caffeine in it. Um, but the, the chaga mushroom powder, the extract uh, you know, in a powder format, it has 
amazing amount of antioxidants. It's an immune booster. It's safe for pregnancy. And, um, and it tastes a little bit bitter with the hot, with the raw cacao. It tastes wow. amazing. So these are the two things that I recommend instead of coffee, because yeah. I know that ritual is mostly the flavor, but also for a lot of people is the ritual of, okay, I sit down. This is my warm mug of love that I just got to <laughs> sip on. You know, the smell of coffee makes you crazy. <laughs> I remember going to office and then I always smell the coffee machine working and then it smells the coffee I was like, oh gosh I should have one I should have one <laughs> you know but um, if you visualize what you're gonna have as outcome something much sweeter than coffee much better and much yeah and it if you deprive from coffee but at the end you're gonna have a very sweet outcome your baby so it's for me it's so easy to work with my mind if I want to just limit something or just quit. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. And visualization is an amazing tool. Um, just really looking ahead and seeing yourself as a mom, having that sweet baby in your arms and having all those, making all those amazing memories together. It's really a catalyst for making changes. So, um, Visualization is amazing. And also there are several other self-care tips that I always recommend during pregnancy even or even before. Um, get into a habit of um, some type of meditation or breath work that really helps you calm um, because it will be helpful during birthing as well. Uh, but also um, imagine what's happening when you are getting really really stressed your adrenaline is firing and your poor baby in your womb will be gushed with all those stress hormones obviously not a good thing so it's really nice when you can have these self-care um self-care um techniques how you can calm yourself and really just have a really sweet happy harmonic environment for your baby in the womb so um stress management breath work meditation um exercise is very important i really uh, recommend doing exercise that you have done before so that you can continue your body is used to it but gentle yoga is always a great one um, and um, the other thing that I always recommend is talking to your partner, is mm -hmm. really spending quality time together, like doing even the five love languages discussion, how I can help you show my love the best, what's your love language, what's mine, because having that baby is a big deal. It's it's a big, big change in your couple's life or in your family's exactly. life if you already have kids. So just having even one more even if you know the experience it's a big change so get that quality time together build that relationship build that emotional bank account if you will so that once baby comes and you don't have as much time for it there's a place you can withdraw from because you already have built that up so i i find that really important as well so all the emotional sides so now i have two questions from you first of all do you recommend any specific food uh, for women who are struggling with conception? Well, there are a lot of opinions on what to eat, what not to eat, what are certain foods that are magical. Um, I don't really believe in magical things. Uh, what I do believe in is really having a very clean lifestyle. 
And with that, it's not just the food, it's also the products that you are using on your skin because it absorbs the same way as it absorbs in your gut. Mm. So we can have a lot of phytoestrogen sadly nowadays in all the, all the products we use. So make sure that all the products we use are clean. All the foods you use are clean because pesticides can actually um, alter your hormonal system. So I always recommend Clean 15 with... Um, uh, clean 15 and dirty dozen. So the dirty dozen are the 12 products that you always have to buy as um, as organic. So there's um, an organization called, it's a nonprofit organization, EWG, Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. And every year they look at the, um, the, um, the produce out there and see which are the ones that are the highest on the pesticide levels. Mm -hmm. So the top 12 are the ones that are the highest on pesticides. And those are the ones that you always want to buy organic. Typically what I have found through the years, the rule of thumb is that those are the products that you eat with the skin. So all the leafy greens, the most of the berries, um, and actually potatoes will be on, on the dirty dozen list that you have to buy organic. There's a clean 15 list, which tends to absorb way less of the pesticides. Those are the ones that you are safe to buy, not organic if you can afford, because obviously buying everything organic can be really expensive. So if you want to get the bang for your buck, dirty dozen always, always organic, clean 15, like avocados, um, um, Corn is actually on it and cabbage is on it. Those are the ones that, and, and um, watermelon and uh, cantaloupe, those are the ones that you are okay to buy uh, if they are not organic. So uh, pesticides can be really, really harmful for, um, for our hormonal system. So I think that this is the, the most important thing that I would say. And again, the products you use are, are very, very important, that they are clean yes. and without pesticides. So is, you said EW, <laughs> can you... EWG, Environmental Working EWG. Group. So they can go to EWG.com, right? .org. <laughs> .org. Oh, okay, okay. So another question. Do you have any, two questions actually left? Yeah. <laughs> I just, another question just popped in my mind. Uh, first of all, do you have any exotic uh, recipes, healthy re recipe to recommend to my audience i have a lot of recipes i actually have a whole recipe book for pregnancy wow. um, well um that's a tricky question because i have the book itself <laughs> but i i don't have them online um i could make an excerpt of it and i would be very happy to share it with your audience wow um, that's perfect yeah i would be more than happy to get the recipes and um, and have it in a pdf and i would be very happy to share because i put a lot of work into creating those recipes specifically for pregnancy nutrition and balancing the meals for BFF, actually, we didn't talk about this, and this is very important. So I mentioned to you that it's important to balance your blood sugar. If your blood sugar is not balanced, you can have all kinds of uh, hormonal challenges as well, besides uh, gestational diabetes and, and just regular uh, type 2 diabetes. Um, so what I always recommend when you put any meals together, always have protein, fat, and fiber in them, PFF. And the cheesy saying, how you will remember, PFF, is your BFF. 
protein, fat, fiber to every meal. So that's how I created my, my all my meals, snack ideas, um, any meal ideas around making sure that they have an adequate amount of protein, fat, and fiber in them because this will keep you satiated and um, and energetic really even when you are tired during pregnancy you need continuous energy not just a sugar high and then a, and, a, and then a, and then a drop or sugar blues you need nice continuous energy and that's how you get to it is pff is your bff yeah i was going to ask you about your program but you already talked about it so it's not actually really my program anymore because i i just i don't really do coaching anymore um, I, uh, I, I stopped my one-on-ones um, about a year ago when I started to focus on, on my product. So uh, my, my key um, passion right now is really sharing the solutions with moms or moms who would like, or, or women who would like to be moms so that you can bake your own bread without buying multiple amount of ingredients. So uh, I have the, the baking flour blends that are super nutritious and um and they are really good for you and delicious wow i love it i love baking especially during this COVID 19 everybody isolated at home baking i think it's the best solution make you happy and <laughs> and you energize it energizes you and then you can do a lot of things when you bake. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's such yeah. a beautiful thing when you can actually bake with your children. I have my five-year-old and she loves baking with me. It's such a, an exciting and fun experience yeah. to teach her about food and teach her about math because we are measuring and, and you know, sensory experiences. There's so much you can do when you bake with your child. And uh, the most important part is really educating your children about the importance of real food, the importance that this food is made of real ingredients. This bread doesn't have any fillers. It doesn't have any sugar. It doesn't have even any grains, actually, the, the baking flour blends that I have. It's mostly chickpea flour, which wow. brings you a lot of protein and fiber. So it's, it's a fun thing and it's oh. delicious. And your room is filled with the warm bread aroma. Oh, that's bread. But do you also um, bake cookies? Um, no, I don't have a cookie blend as of now, but in the, um, in the recipe PDF that I offer for your audience, I actually do have a, um, a lactation cookie recipe, wow. which is heavenly good. It's a chocolate chip cookie, which is not just for lactation, honestly, because it, ha it is lactation cookie because it has three key ingredients. It has a brewer's yeast, molasses, and flaxseeds in it. These three things are galactogenic, which means it, it supports your system to produce more milk. Um, but they're super nutritious as well. So even before um, conception, you can enjoy them because it will bring you not just joy, but it will also bring you nutrients. Every bite counts. <laughs> so what's the substitute for the sugar? Yeah, um, I am using in that one, I think, maple syrup. Wow. Okay. Yes, maple syrup. Yeah, it's natural, at least. <laughs> it's natural, exactly. It's still sugar, so it's still a treat. It's not something that I recommend for you to eat instead of your lunch. It's mm -hmm. something that is a little treat, but even the treat has, um, has nutrients in it. And maple syrup is actually great for... Um, 
um, for its mineral content. Um, the natural Gatorade you might have heard is um, a little bit of maple syrup and a little bit of salt in water because it brings you essential minerals or electrolytes even. So, oh, I never heard about it. Salt and maple syrup. A little salt, a little maple syrup. And when you're pregnant, you need to drink a lot of water. So you probably even crave a little flavor to it. And this, um, this mixture will bring you electrolytes. So it's, it's really good hydration. Good. Um, you know, during, before my pregnancy, um, I always heard that uh, it's good to have seeds. And then you mentioned some seeds for, um, for your milk. I mean, for breastfeeding moms and some people who just want to be pregnant. What sort of seeds are they? I mean, can you specify them? Salt, you mean? Or seed, what? seed, seed. Like flaxseed, you, you said? Seeds, I apologize, I didn't hear correctly. <laughs> um, well, seeds are amazing. Seeds are absolutely amazing because they are the seed of life. If you think about it, plants grow from seeds so plants so seeds are full of nutrients that are actually needed for the plants to grow so there are a lot of different ones and my recommendation is is just to rotate them you can have chia seeds are amazing because they're full of omega-3s omega-3 is something that's very important for humans generally because that helps to nourish our, um, our um, uh, neurological system but specifically in the third trimester you need a lot of omega-3s because that's where your child's brain and neurological system is developing so chia seeds and flexes they both are really high in omega-3s and also fish but with fish you need to watch for the mercury levels so the bigger the fish the more mercury so think about eating smaller and smaller fishes for lower mercury levels um, and then going back to seeds, so flax seeds, chia seeds, uh, sesame seeds are really good too. Flans, sunflower seeds are full of, of sunflower seed lecithin, which is really good for pregnancy. Um, and then I always recommend um, um, pumpkin seeds. They are full of zinc, which is, is very important. And actually zinc will be really important postpartum as well, because it helps you regulate your mood. So it helps you forego uh, potential um, postpartum blues, Person depression, um, and yeah, I think I might have covered most of the seeds, even, but nuts are really healthy as well. Even the pumpkin know. itself is good, right? Pumpkins, uh, pumpkin, sweet potato should be good for pregnancy. Yes, yes. Uh, so all pumpkin, sweet potatoes, they are really good because they have a little sweetness to it. So you will not have super crazy cravings. Mm -hmm. So I recommend that really to anyone who has crazy sweet cravings sometimes, you can start taming them with having natural sugars in your diet from, from sweet potatoes, mm -hmm. from um, butternut squash or any squashes. You already get that little sweetness so you won't crave something really sweet after. But they're deeply nourishing. All root vegetables are deeply nourishing and I recommend them during pregnancy, but very specifically, after pregnancy, in the postpartum period, when you need to heal, the root vegetables are wonderful. And beets as well. Beets will beets, help you, yeah, yeah, help you purify, purify your blood as well. And because we actually increase our blood supply by 50% during pregnancy, wow. um, we need to make sure we have the purest blood possible. And beet is a 
blood builder, if you will. So, so beets are really good for that. So I have an interesting question for this period of time, the COVID-19 that everybody should finally re-enter to this world, which is still scary. <laughs> what do you recommend as food to help us um, protect ourselves during this time? Well, that's a great question. And what I would recommend is antioxidants. Antioxidants are the ones that will help us to strengthen our immune system and um, will help us to protect from, um, from everything around us. So antioxidants are typically in colorful foods. So the more color, the more antioxidant in a certain food. Um, so blueberries are absolutely amazing and super high antioxidant foods, but also these healing mushrooms that I mentioned like chaga and reishi, they both are really high in antioxidants and I highly recommend them. You can put them either into your, your hot cacao or into your smoothie and they, they are superfoods because they, they are really high uh, with antioxidants but also just taking really good care of yourself and sleeping a lot. We haven't talked about sleep yet. We talked a lot about clean eating and getting the right amount of vegetables, the right amount of, um, of fruits. And, and protein is the other thing that's very, very important, specifically during pregnancy, making sure that you have enough protein because you do uh, need to increase your protein intake by about at least 40%. Mm -hmm. um, but sleep. We haven't really talked about it. I know we talk about nutrition as a main topic, but I cannot stress enough the importance, the health regenerating effect of sleep. So um, I really recommend along with a good, um, good diet, if you will, nutrition, you have to have, besides your exercise, besides your, um, your meditation and all the lifestyle practices, it, has, it, it will be complete with a good sleep. And there's a term that I always recommend for people to Google because we could talk about it forever. It's sleep hygiene. Look into sleep hygiene to make sure that you take off your electronics before and da 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 da. -da. There's a lot of different steps to it, but sleep hygiene, I think, is very important and it will boost your immune system as well. And drink lots of water. Wow. So well, the whole you know, you you mentioned a sleep during my pregnancy. I couldn't sleep. I had like, you know, I was really good. Uh, I, I, I fast asleep. I'm usually sleep very fast. But during my pregnancy, I couldn't sleep, especially my uh, starting from second semester, second trimester, I couldn't sleep. That's because I had the um, heavy belly, so I couldn't uh, actually roll over, you know, that was... <laughs> so difficult to sleep if you can yeah why not and the, the later on you are in your pregnancy the more difficult it is because it's heavier to move i had this ginormous u-shaped pillow that was super helpful yeah, i've heard about it yeah yes i don't remember the name of it but it was like oh my gosh i remember still the feeling how amazing i felt cocooned and it was a wonderful thing that helped me sleep but also if you have challenges with sleeping i really recommend acupuncture acupuncture is a wonderful wonderful practice that really helps you to peace out and it, it's the 
it helps you with so many other things, but number one, it will help you with stress management. And once your stress level is a little bit lower, then you sleep much better and deeper. So that's, the, that's I think, something life-changing for people who haven't tried it before. <laughs> I, I tried acupuncture, especially for myself, for, my, for the pregnancy. So I really believe in it. But yeah. uh, uh, sleeping, you said you should put all the electronics out that's what i do yes. i don't put the cell phone inside the room i sleep i usually put it out somewhere else that i don't see it and i don't hear it <laughs> yes yes yeah. i always put it in airplane mode um so i go to bed at 10 and i put it in airplane mode and um it's out in the bathroom i don't even see it and i only turn it on once i actually woke up and i had my morning routines it's really nice those evening and morning hours are really 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 special um so i always recommend to harvest that good energy for yourself and for your partner instead especially of when you have a baby then you can't sleep properly exactly <laughs> for like two years i couldn't sleep because she used to get up um during the night as well but right now she's okay she usually sleeps whole night that's that's yeah. a blessing once they start to sleep through the night it took us quite a few years to get there as well mm -hmm. so that's why i really tell all the mamas that sleep as long as you can because you might not get it for a while and it's life-changing once you will get it again but you need to make sure you you sleep up <laughs> before <laughs> yeah exactly so do you have any other suggestion for for us for moms who, who are gonna absolutely or um, your pro, uh, you said you don't have program but at least you have a website you have a link and your recipes tell me about it yes so um, right now what I offer is the organic grain free baking flour blends that are anti-inflammatory. So they are wonderful for preconception, during pregnancy and after. And they are actually an amazing toddler food. My daughter was raised on it. She would come with me to markets and she's my best promoter because she would just eat multiple slices of bread with a big smile on her face. So um, it is ch child proof and husband proof as well. And all my friends and family and my customers, they absolutely love it. So a lot of people say, ooh, grain free, is that? taste does that taste good like yeah it really does taste good and my key word is nourishment really um before during after pregnancy and for your child the most important thing is that you are nourished from the inside out with food with your relationship with with, with your relationships and with your lifestyle mm -hmm. i can't really help you with you know nourishing your relationships and your lifestyle but what i really want to help you is make your life a little bit easier through bringing in nutrition and nourishment in a way that's very easy to make yet you still have the achievement of baking something um, you mix together eggs, oil, and water. You can make it vegan with a product or just egg. So you mix these three together, put in a bag of flour, and you bake it. And literally, that's it. 
the biggest part is waiting 90 minutes because your whole kitchen will have this amazing sense of your fresh bread. So just wait it out and make sure it cools and cut it. And you can share nourishment with your family. You can share a meal together. You can share how your day has been. And uh, I think these small things are very, very important to have a whole life to keep us whole and nourished. I love that. I love baking, as I said, and I love the smell of the bread. I, I feel that a smell of the bread is, looks like a, a smell of the life. So I used to, uh, there was a bakery at home uh, in my, another country I used to live. And there was a bakery I, uh, in my path. I always uh, try to smell it. Because it was fresh bread and I just looking at it and so oh my goodness and I always go there and buy stuff I love that yes warm bread is is the feeling of love it's like a big hug I agree with you but sadly most of the times when you go to a bakery they are really full of additives they are full of the right stuff which is refined sugars and refined flours that literally what it will do it will spike up your blood sugar and then when you are up your sugar high a little bit but then you start to crash and then you start to crave sugar again and once you are on the sugar roller coaster that's when your hormones will start to go a little bit wacky and that's when um, you will really start feeling sluggish and fatigued so it's really great when you can start having that those satiating meals with pff protein fat fiber and um, once you have that you will get off that roller coaster and have more sustained energy for the day that i think is really important and what with my breath you can actually still have the scent yeah. and the amazing deliciousness and, and stay nourished what about whole whole grain whole grain uh, flour whole grain flours are great as long as you literally just use whole grain flours um you just need to make sure that if you go to the store and you buy your bread, you have to read the ingredients because they're hiding a lot of things in bread oh, as well. Right. From additives through um, preservatives and colorings and, and sugar, um, there's a lot of stuff in it you don't want to have. Grains can be a little bit hard to digest for a few people. And again, it really depends on your system and how it works. Sometimes it's nice when you go grain-free for a little bit and it actually it cleanses your whole head. It feels for me when I'm, I'm typically grain-free and I've been for about three years, um, I just have much more clearer thoughts. Uh, there's a book called Grain Brain that talks a lot about how grain is affecting our system and causes inflammation and brain fog. Um, so it depends on you know, how your health is. Uh, sometimes it's nice to go grain-free for a little bit and, and just see the difference and then slowly adding back. But whole grain, if it's an organic grain, and I recommend it to be sprouted. If you do grains, nuts or legumes, it's very nice when they are sprouted because it means that the enzymes are activated so they are easier to digest and they actually have more protein in them when they are sprouted as well. So when you do grain breads, I recommend doing sprouted. So something like Ezekiel bread, it's really good because it's using sprouted grains. Interesting. That's interesting point. So you mean um, when you say grain, grain free, so it means bread free as well or? 
Because <laughs> all the breads have flour and grains. The question is what type of flour? So I'm using chickpea flour. So most of my breads are based on chickpea flour. There's a little tapioca flour in it to, to make it lighter. Uh, and then I have um, chia seeds and flax seeds in them and baking powder and Himalayan salt. And really that is the basic uh, chickpea bread um, ingredients, these six items, uh, these six ingredients. Um, I have another bread that's called Better Than Whole Wheat that also has sweet potato flour and... Um, and psyllium husk that has a little bit of a different consistency and the sweet potato brings a little bit of a, a sweetness to it yet earthiness so hence i call it better than whole wheat so playing with the ingredients and and yet not using any grains is is where my color and nutrition comes in and and i love playing with all kinds of different flowers um where it's it's not a grain flower yet it's still a powder, a flour that you can bake with and you can get a good consistency baked good. I also have pretzels or bagels. You can make either pretzels or bagels from the mix. It has cassava and tapioca in it, for example. Well, you know, I really tempted to get some of these flours. <laughs> I will to send you some for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you have the link, everything uh, for my audience, www.cuttingca.org. Yeah, and uh, they can get your products there and see your recipes. And exactly, I yeah. do have grain-free recipes on my website. Yeah. Um, I'm building the library of grain-free recipes so that it's really um, inflammation-free and it will help everyone to lower the inflammation levels with all the recipes I have, and they are of course delicious at the same time. And um, I have various different uh, bundles on my site as well. So if you would like to try multiple um, uh, products, I have a two, a three, and a four uh, mixed blend bundle that you can mix and match. You can have a chickpea bread, you can have a better than whole wheat, you can have a better than pretzel, or um, what's the fourth one that I have? I have charcoal waffles as well, actually. The charcoal waffles are black and they're super fun. Kids really like it. Um, and they actually help you gently cleanse your cologne because uh, the charcoal in it, there's a substantial amount of charcoal in it that will bind to toxins in your gut and helps to take them out. So it is perfect for preconception because it, it, it prepares your system to cleanse and, 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 you know, have a cleaner system just as we started off with wow. and talking to make sure you cleanse your diet or cleanse your lifestyle. Really. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it and really tempted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. This is a topic I could have talked to you forever about because I have so many thoughts. Hopefully we put the best thoughts into oh, this interview. The right thing. Thank you so much. Thank you so yeah, much. Uh, that's also useful for my audience and they can use your products and your recipes too. Absolutely. If they have any questions, if they can reach out to me. My email is hello at knkitchen.com yes. or hello at tinka.org works as well. Um, so I'm happy to answer any questions if they have regarding to the interview. And I hope it was helpful for them. And I hope that it was inspiring because my really dear goal is that mamas and their partners get inspired about a whole better 
healthier lifestyle that's coming along with the baby. So the commitment that we talked about and the lifestyle change, I think it's so exciting. They, they really have a big chance to get healthier and happier. And then the baby at the end, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. So I hope they got some inspiration through our chat. And um, I'm grateful that you had me on here. I had a great time and an awesome time talking to you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.